biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NFL. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday on today's show. We'll recap all of the biggest stories and the results from Sunday around the AFC. We saw so many great matchups this week in the AFC, but here's what we thought was the biggest game. The biggest game. The Pittsburgh Steelers improving to 3-3 three and three on the season with a win over Seattle in a primetime Sunday night football matchup. Now we'll welcome in Christopher Carter with more on the Steelers' victory. The Pittsburgh Steelers find a way to win an ugly game at Heinz Field in Sunday night football, but do so winning in overtime 23-20 over the Seattle Seahawks. Big players get paid to make big plays in big games. Not that the Seattle Seahawks themselves were big placement of that game was huge it gets the Steelers back to three and three headed into the bye week and TJ Watt was that big player he finishes officially with seven tackles two sacks three tackles for loss three passes defense and the force fumble that gave the Steelers the ball in overtime to get them a Chris Boswell field goal that won them the game there were a lot of problems on the field sure yes but this is a young Steelers team with young playmakers on it and TJ Watt was right at the head of all the playmakers in this game we're going to break down a lot more on how this game was won but where are the places that you're scared about the Steelers we'll talk about what went wrong and almost put the game against them against the Seahawks right on the Lockdown Steelers podcast I'm your host Chris Carter tune in we did see a few really good individual efforts on that Pittsburgh defense but here is what we thought was the biggest performance of the week the best performance Hola. This week's best performance, the Jacksonville Jaguars, because they won a game. Let's go over to Tony Wiggins with more on their first victory. Tony Wiggins from Locked On Jaguars with an instant reaction. The Jacksonville Jaguars behind two 50-plus yard field goals by Matthew Wright win in London and get their first victory of the season and the first victory for Urban Meyer as head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars had a critical stop on fourth and inches right near midfield and then a gutsy call with five seconds to go where they completed a pass and got the timeout with one second left to allow Wright to make an over 50-yard field goal. It's like a 52 or 53-yard field goal after he'd already made a 54-yarder to tie it in regulation. So the Jaguars get the victory, the first victory of the Urban Meyer regime and the first victory of the season, and they snap a 20-game losing streak. Happy for the fans here in Jacksonville. We're going to take a quick break, but Locked On Now will be back with more AFC action from this week. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm Daniela Bruce, and we are going to take a look around the league. Let's go around the league. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs bounce back this week after a loss in the AFC Championship rematch that we saw last week with the Buffalo Bills. Here's Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs with more. The Kansas City Chiefs got a win and got back on the positive side against the Washington football team. They got out of their own way, mostly. I'm Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs, and they did get the win against Washington football team by getting out of their own way in a number of ways, but not completely. 
They were able to make some changes. The defensive staff switched out. Juan Thornhill for Dan Sorensen. Thornhill at the free safety spot, I think, allowed the defense to play better as a unit, knowing that they had coverage over the top that they could trust. They played a better overall game, allowing only 13 points against a team that they should have been able to corral to that point. And I think there's still work to be done at the linebacker level. And with the communication on the secondary, we'll see more of that next week. And on the offensive side, they overcame another terrible start with a tipped interception from Tyreek Hill and a bad interception from Patrick Mahomes trying to be all world, trying to push himself beyond what he should have to do, taking too much on his shoulders. I think they figured that out in the second half and got it all together. The NFL should be nervous about them. We're going to have more for you all week long, every day on Locked On Chiefs. The Chiefs able to get their offense going later in that game, but that wasn't the case for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Their offense could not get anything going against the now 6-0 and Arizona Cardinals. Jeff Lloyd of Locked On Browns has more. This is Locked On Browns host Jeff Lloyd with your post-game Locked On Now. The Browns coming in today 3-2, and facing the 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals. You were looking for a spirited effort, a unified effort, just a collective effort of a team that was not going to end up 3-3. Three and three. You got none of that. Offensively, Baker Mayfield struggled with the fact that he didn't have the internal clock understanding without his left tackle, without his right tackle. Just couldn't get things done. Three turnovers, it's never going to work out that way. Kareem Hunt, it struggled in the run game early. He got successful later, eventually left the game with an injury. Fingers crossed, looks like it's just a calf injury, but we'll see how that goes. Defensively, Joe Woods' defense is just not getting it done in the secondary. They just have no cohesion. They do not play unified. Nobody's picking each other up. And this Browns team plays again in four days. We'll see how that all pans out. Jeff Lloyd, Locked on Browns. Appreciate everybody for making us your first listen. The Las Vegas Raiders head to the Mile High City and come away with a victory, improving to 4-2 and two on the season. Your boy Q tells us how they made that happen. I'm your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast with your instant reaction as the Raiders improved to 4-2 and two on the season, coming away with a 34-24 victory over the Denver Broncos. And really, the score was probably closer than it should have been, but the Raiders were dominant from start to finish. Rich Bisacci, the interim head coach, taking over for John Gruden as he resigned on Monday. Very emotional week, but the Raiders were able to come together and rally as a team. Derek Carr was great offensively. The defense was outstanding. Special teams did what they were supposed to do as well for the Raiders. Uh, the defense came up with five sacks and three turnovers of Teddy Bridgewater, really making it difficult for the Broncos to get any kind of rhythm and get anything started. And Derek Carr and the offense really got things cooking. Kenyon Drake, a free agent signee in the offseason, picked up two touchdowns, uh, his first two touchdowns in the silver and black, and just really kind of cemented uh, their victory in a game that they really needed to have. Now they're tied for first place with the, the L.A. Chargers, excuse me, uh, in the AFC West. So a big victory for the Raiders. Now they head back to Vegas and, and await the Philadelphia Eagles, who will be the next opponent coming up in Week 7. For more on this, uh, tune in to the Locked On Raiders podcast, hosted by me, your boy Q. All right, everybody, we can take a breath. What a week it was in the NFL. And thank you so much for tuning in and making Locked On your first listen every weekday morning. Make your second listen Locked On NFL. For more local insiders and expert analysis, make sure you stay locked on now.